0: Okay, the topic I chose today, I actually decided to start a series in oh. the next couple of weeks, um, next couple of whatever times. A series. And the reason I chose it is because even though we started a series on the Sheish Misvestimides, but I didn't feel that I could properly do it. So I, I decided to stop in the middle. But um, what I want to do is on the, I want to talk about the five senses and I want to do one on each one of the five senses, one shir. Um and I'll share with you whatever I can on it, hence we call it a share. and we'll try, we'll try to tie it into that month, or that parasha, wherever it is. This one was easy, just worked out with parsha Sniach, and parsha El Chedish and it just, it worked out great. Um, so I didn't have to do much work on that, on that front. So I want to work on one of the senses. Now what are the five senses? We're going to start with that. Obviously, sight, hearing, taste, touch, and smell. Those are the five senses that a person has. And a person needs to obviously refine all his actions and all his gifts that Hashem has given him to use it in the proper way. What are we supposed to learn from these five senses? Maybe we'll learn some fascinating facts about them and some ideas about the senses as we go through them. I want to start with more of an overview um, the Pasuk says in parasha You should put judges and enforcers of, of those judgments in all your means your entranceways, ways, your cities. But in the Shlach and a lot of other explain that a person has entrance ways to his body and a person has to put watchers at the entrance of his body entranceways to make sure that nothing that is not supposed to go in goes in, and nothing that's supposed to come out comes out has to be protect has to be protected. And obviously the entranceways of a person are his eyes and his nose and his mouth and his ears. And a person has to protect it. Whatever goes in and comes out is exactly the way it's supposed to be. And that's what the passage is alluding to. <speaking in Spanish> all your openings and all your entranceways, a person has to protect them. The one that's probably the hardest to protect and... Uh, it's probably the nose, because your ears you can you can the Hashem built within them, uh, things to be able to close them, um, and if a person sees that he's about to hear something he doesn't want to hear, it's very easy to close them. It's, again, it's not very easy. It's but it's well. the eyes harder? Uh, the Is eyes you can just close. Eyes, eyes are very oh, easy. Oh. You can close your mouth. You can close your eyes. The right. ears and the nose are probably the hardest, but nose being even harder. Hashem put into your ears. Zigmar um, says, your fingers were created pointy to stick it into your ear. Someone's about to say, Hashem gave you an earlobe, not just for earrings, but to stick it in. And besides for that, you also have, you can close it without the earlobe. Hashem made like that indentation. You can push it in. So there's three ways, three mechanisms a person has to protect his ears. And we'll get to the ears and, and, and the sound when we get to that. But when it comes to chush a sense of smell, it gets much more difficult. A person walks into a room and, and hits him that 's it I mean there's nothing you can do about it and even if you close your nose, it comes through with the taste and the nose are are connected obviously and it, it makes it much more complicated so I want to focus on first on the most complicated one, which I think smell is the most complicated of all the senses so I want to talk a little bit about that first actually um, the the is an interesting um, point that Reb David Kohn from Flapush wrote he wrote many svarim one of the svarim that he wrote was called Berchas Yavit. so he writes a very interesting point this is a this is a concept that's well known that we know that all the senses were affected in last week's parasha by Adam Risha and by the khayt, by the original sin everything was affected it says that Chavis saw that it was tasty saw that it's tasty and she heard what the snake said and he pushed her into it and she touched it so all the senses were affected except the, t- the sense of smell. Sen- the sense of smell was the only scent, and we'll discuss why, that was not affected by the Chet Itzadas. And this, therefore, it's a very, I'll call it, ruchnius sense, more than any other sense. Um, all other things is much more gashmius. Right? Today we know the sound waves, right? There's even light, you're actually seeing something. Um, smell could be this... It's just, it's just a very spiritual sense. And we'll talk, we'll talk more about that. But on that nukuda, on that, before the Chet Sadas, Reb David Cohen says, and he proves this, there was no designated body part per sense. Your nose was able to see, hear, smell, talk, and touch. Your ear was able to see, talk, eat. There was, there was no... What well, we know today as hearing goes with the ear wasn't necessarily so once the Chet Itzadas happened, it became that there was a body part per sense. Now, does not mean that other lawyers didn't have an ear? Of course he had an ear. But his ear was also able to see. And his eyes were also able to hear. And his mouth was also able to hear, etc., etc. And he says that's why, it's a very fascinating point, and he, and he develops this idea, I, don't want to, I just want to get to the point of it. And he says that's why when we went back to before the Chet Itzadas, which happened once in history by the, the of Sinai, we went back to a situation where we were we, we were not supposed to die after Mahmoud HaSinai. If not for the fact that we messed up, we were not supposed to die. All our ailments got healed. The reason was because we went back to perfection. That's how we went back to. And that's why we all know the Medrash and Rashi talks about. We were all able to see Hashem saying the words. Not only hear, we were able to see. And the, obviously we say, oh, it was just a miracle. We were able to not only hear the words, but we were able to see the words. It's more than it was just a miracle. It was actually the way we were meant to be. Our bodies and soul, our bodies were supposed to be not necessarily defined a body part to a sense. Our senses were supposed to permeate every part of our body. Now, I don't know if that means that our fingers were able to eat. I was able to just, you know, put my finger down on the sushi and it went in. I don't, I don't know exactly what it means. I always say if I had one thing that I could change, I would love to be able to take out my eyes and like, put it on my finger so I could see behind me or under the desk without having to bend down. It would be a very convenient thing. Why Mi- would
1: you just rather have another set
0: of eyes? I don't want another set of eyes. I have, enough, <laughs> I have enough problems with the one set of eyes Hashem gave me. I don't want to have to deal with two sets of eyes. So, but if I should be able to, it should be able, to be able to be removable. Take the eyes and move it, you know, different places. But apparently, it was able to be like that. And in fact, he says, when we talk about Hashem hearing, Hashem seeing... So it gets very complicated. It's called HaKshama. It's a borderline kaifer If a person starts giving physical traits... Obviously, whenever the Torah talks about it, Hashem saw, Hashem heard, Hashem hit. So it's obviously, anthropomorphically speaking, right? Giving Hashem a, a body, which he obviously doesn't have. But according to what Erebn Javik explains it, he says that once you understand that even man didn't necessarily see with his eyes or hear with his ears or speak with his mouth, then it becomes much less complicated to understand that Hashem also could not have to use a mouth to speak or eyes to ear. It's not exactly because we're not Hashem, but it makes it a lot more easy to, easier to understand. And, and this concept, actually, if you look at it, Rashi says, when Rashi talks about Marmad Rasinah, Rashi uses the words, they were they were able to see usually translated in school as what's usually heard. Meaning what's usually able to be heard, they were able to see. The way the Maram Chagiz explains it is they were able to see with what usually hears. Meaning their ears now had the capability of seeing. Fascinating thing. The ears were able to see to the right and left. Your person had a, a good, good vision from all angles and that's what happened by Maram that, But we lost that. And now we are with the senses that we were given. And we have to work on these five senses to but be was able to.
1: After, though, the, the. Where did you say, when did they lose it? They, Wasn't that by Adam and Chava? By Adam and Chava. We went by back,
0: back by Marmarasi. Now we oh, went back went to back. a perfect state then, until we lost okay. it again. Okay. And we're going to get it back in Miran Hashem when we get it back. Miran Shashem, yeah.
1: So there is oh. a positive. <laughs> Like in my okay. In my <laughs> it's all
0: positive, but okay. Um, the truth of the matter is, there's a there was a tzaddik, his name is Arye the Kasher Klavegoin. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Um He was a he was an interesting mix because he was a sachet Talmud, so that's like Hasidish, but it was like Polish Hasidish, so it's like very like brainy and and he became the Rashiv in Chachme Lublin after Mary Shapiro was Nifter. He became the Rashiv, He was murdered by the Nazis. But they put together his writing. He was a very, very interesting thinker. Very, very interesting person. So he wrote a sefer called Eretz Tzvi. Eretz Tzvi was put together, two volumes, one on the parashiyah, and one on Yom Tevim. Uh, a friend of mine gave it to me as a gift uh, less than a year ago. He found, it was out of print for a while, he found himself a set, and in the store that he found, he found two sets, so he bought me a gift. So I love that sefer. I mean, a lot of it I don't understand, but he's... He says a very interesting point. He says, every sukkah, every sukkah has. (laughs)
1: Every.
0: (laughs) Every. He said it in my lap. (laughs) Come here, sweetie. Has five components to it. (laughs) Has five components to it. The sukkah has, obviously, the walls. Um, and it needs to have three walls, two and a bit, but three walls. A sukkah has the roof, and a sukkah has to have a floor. Now, does a sukkah have to have a floor? It's a good question. Who says a sukkah has to have a floor? Now, obviously, it's impossible to send a sukkah without a floor. If you built a sukkah, which is going to give an example, it's something to think about for next year. If you're able to build on a balcony, on a balcony just hanging out of a window with no floor, and I could somehow have a chair drilled into the wall i'm not suggesting anybody try this is that a valid sukkah it's an interesting discussion his rebbe the Chava, has a whole discussion to prove that you need to have a floor for a sukkah it's not necessarily so obvious but he says every sukkah has to have these five components three walls a roof and a floor and the reason for that is is because they represent our five senses and he goes in to explain how the three walls represent three of the senses the roof and the floor and and therefore he says that a person has this obligation person has this obligation to work over Elul, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Circus, we'll discuss a little bit about it, these five senses to perfect them. That's not only a one-month job, Elul, Tishrei, or two months. This is actually a life's mission. We have to all perfect all our senses to make sure they work properly and what they represent. Therefore, he says, Reb David Cohen, going back to Reb David Cohen, therefore he says that um, we say Rosh Hashanah I don't know if you stopped at these words. A lot of people just gloss right over them, because it's a beautiful song, but you pass the words. We say by the. Sa we say mabit Hashem should be mabit. He should look and Makshiv and attent- be attentive, to to the sounds of Art You can look at our t-k-i-us. Our t-k-i-us have something that you could see. It's just a sound. You want to say makshev, he should be attentive to it. Fine. And Hashem could listen to our makshev could also be listening. He could listen to our t'kiis, but Mabit, we're asking Hashem to look at our t-kis? The answer is yeah. Because, in Hash, again, in Hashem's capacity, and even the way it was supposed to be in our capacity, it was supposed to be that we were able to see t'kiis also. Not only l'shmei akal Shafer. But also lyrics kol Schaefer, maybe even taste kol Schaefer. I don't know. I don't. I'm not explaining the story. I'm just putting the story out there. There was one of the Hasidic rabbis. I don't know who, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I knew at one point Pesach night by the by the seder, he took a, a matzah and he started blowing into it, and sheiver sounds came out. Okay, believes Hasidic stories or don't. What does a matzah have to do with Rosh Hashanah? I don't know. But really, everything has to do with everything. That's that's the real. The real truth. Why does the,
1: have to, do with what does the
0: have to do with Pesach? Right? These are all very good questions. What, what, what does the Lulav have to do with circus? Why we say Kuluv and the circus? Yeah, well, but, well, who says? They just both happen to fall out on the 15th of Tishrei. The answer is, there's, everything is connected. You just have to know how to connect it. I don't know how. But Metshosham, one day when we'll see, our ears and our eyes and our nose and our hands, everything is connected. We'll be able to see that eating matzah, shemitah, not killing somebody, are somehow all connected. How? I don't know. But the terror is all connected. It's meant to make us a perfect individual. So that being said, I want to delve into an um, interesting Rabbeinu Bichayu. The Rabbeinu B'chaya says in, in Parsha Tzav, you know, we use our, our hands to cover our eyes when we say Shema. Why do we use our hands to cover our eyes when we say Shema?
1: Concentrate.
0: To concentrate. So I have a good idea. No. Close your eyes. So close your eyes. Because you're not supposed to look. You don't have to go into the towels no, today.
1: Right. No, 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 I didn't know that, and I'm so embarrassed because every year when I go to Shariyasha, I look through the.
0: Co- I open the co- <laughs> Today, <laughs> you have to go. through i like, what
1: a is, lot is of, A lot of I people do it. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, I'm like, I'm not the best coin. I know a child. Yeah. Yeah. I need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you I didn't know, you know. My friend's pulling me weight. I'm like, oh, that. a little cold. You would go blind if you look. It says the you go blind. But you don't have to worry about it today. Or one eye, two eyes, and then let's get back in. I talking about two days
0: It's the reason why. It's not a problem today, is because we instituted that Kehanim should cover their hands. So even if you look, you'll see the Kehanim with their talus over their hands. Right. So we can't see their hands. So we really have like a double protection. It wasn't
1: like that as no,
0: as it's me. not supposed to be like that. Absolutely not. And then if you would look at the hands, is it Chazal instituted because of the danger? Because The shechina comes down through the, the brachas go through the fingers, so the shechina comes um, to, okay. to provide the brachas. I'm not, whatever. Oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, whatever. I'm not getting into that. I don't
1: know. I just, I always thought. I was whatever. I don't know. I never
0: look because I'm not a Cain. Ask
1: your yeah. papa. <laughs> I know. That's why it came up. I was yeah. always under the understanding that they whatever. were. Whatever. The point
0: is today, out. if you know what a kid peeks out, a lot of follows like put. Calm down. It's not, it's not worth, you know, getting, you know, losing. Turning like, chinuch points. Exactly. Losing Chinnok points that. because the kid's looking at the Cain's hand being covered with the towels anyways. Okay, whatever. That being said. Why do we cover our eyes by So everybody, Chazal say, Shulchan brought down, so you should be able to concentrate. So why? Because it's distractions. Okay, so close your eyes. Why can't Chazal say close your eyes? So there's something more about the hand that you might have not realized. That I, I want to talk about based on a Rebbeim B'chayr. Rebbeim B'chayr says a very fascinating thing. Very fascinating. Hashem gave us five fingers. Hashem gave us five senses, and the two things are meant on purpose like that. I'm going to read a couple of words. For the chaya, look it up, and Hashem gave them each a name, and i Each have a name, Amo. I'm not going to go, with you know, whatever, because I'm going to pick up wrong fingers this so whatever. Amo, right? I don't want anybody to think anything, right? So we know this is called the geidol, or the agudol, or it's called the chazal, because it's the big one, geidol, gadel, And then there's the Etzpa, and then there's the amok, because it's the longest one, so it's like an amok size. Then there's the kamitza, because that's where the Kayan does the Kamitsa from. And then there's the zeris, which is like Haman's wife. She was this tall. She was called zeris. Yeah, chazal say that. So? Really? This is how you do Kamitsa. No, right. you, you, you wipe it off with these fingers. Right. Mm-hmm. But the finger that, yeah. So that's what they call called says that's the, that's what the whatever the
1: what's
0: was the nikai right? madan kha yeah madan kha says renukhai listen to this quote <laughs> the khakh ma'atva the scientist you're quoting kasubus efraim they wrote kikeshem shekol ever ever every a gift nivralat elesmi khabaf just like every body part was created for a specific purpose i still don't know why i'm missing my appendix but I just if Hashem, you know, whatever, fine, whatever. Today they know already. This one, they they figured it out recently. The appendix, I think, they still didn't have anything. Whatever it is, and some body parts have more than one function. So, each one of your fingers serve a function. I don't know if you do this. I, I, I don't want to make it graphic, but each one of the five represent one of the five senses. Let's just, let's, let's, go, let's start easy. We all know which finger a person uses when they're trying to clean their nose. Right? That finger, no, it's, 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 he's quoting this, he says this. I'll, I'll read oh, it inside.
1: Because I was sure you were making an assumption about each <laughs> Just
0: in case you don't believe me, I'm going to quote it inside. Harishan, the first finger, it's meant to wipe your mouth. A person uses his thumb specifically for his mouth. <laughs> A person wants to, right? A person wants to clean himself. Every mother gets, come here, I'm going to wipe your face, right? Why do they use the thumb?
1: Okay. You just lick them directly?
0: No, but I would use the regular, like not. Yeah? The index finger? Okay. I don't know. Agudal, he says it's meant for the mouth. V'hasheni, yeah. 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 and yeah. the yeah. second finger. I'm inside the second finger is made and, it's, and by the way each finger is made exactly with the size and proportion it's needed to be able to do that function one second one second one second. it's meant for a person's nose this, this, the, the long finger because touching has the more, most place to touch it's used for to grasp things if you ask it, it, you know when a person wants to I'm not sure how exactly, but it's the longest one, fine. Apparently, this is a very common finger to use to wipe your eye. I don't know. The ring finger? I never... You're still using the same finger the whole time? And for the ears, everybody uses the pinky.
1: What?
0: Yeah, every Rebbe of mine either uses glasses or... Is... <laughs> grandfather always uses his black as
1: every Remy <use glasses. laughs>
0: either the pinky or the uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just, go, you're going through the census no I'm just I had a work question oh Sorry. and he says, says the, 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 the 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 from the Rishanum, from 750 years ago from 750 years ago gave each one of the censors <laughs> a misharez she hang how it's poised And that's part of the perfection of the Bria. Hashem made it like that. It's amazing. Hashem made it pointy. uh, Mr. Spencer. Hashem made it pointy so you should be able to... No, I'm just... No, I'm getting to your question. In order you should be able to fit into your ear. That's why he made it pointy. He could have made it squared. Right. Right, So he made it pointy in order they should fit into your ear. The point is that these five... So
1: there should be a direct proportion between a person's pointer and their nostrils.
0: By the way, Google it.
1: Each individual. Well, Google
0: I've heard it. that junk. I've heard that joke. Why are, <laughs> why are gorillas?
1: Why are gorillas nostrils so big? Well, did you ever see their fingers? So now, uh, Google know, it. it? The truth of the matter is, is there is
0: a science to the fact that people's fingers are proportionate. Yeah. I
1: guess I'm just a little bit surprised because like...
0: Because you never heard of it. No, also
1: like... Oh. Um, like I, um, I guess on one hand, it's amazing.
0: Okay. And it's so
1: detailed. that okay. done, But on the other hand, it's like, it's so unhygienic that it almost like makes it okay. I don't know. I'm not sure where my head's at. <laughs> I'm trying to consider <laughs> unhygienic today. But okay. The things that they right. used to do, I don't know the way people I used there, to use the that, I'm yeah. saying the way bathrooms were kept. 500
0: years ago, your grandparents would have been thrilled with this shot. Because they didn't have your question. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so I've
1: been um, affected by society.
0: Sadly. Okay. You, you with the foreclosure, right? Yes. Yeah. I'll be tired It's not so punchy that you let it eat with a fork and a knife. What do you mean? We have to use your parents. We live in today's generation, so nope. we follow today's generation. Nope. But if you go back to the way it was, Did forks and knives were not used. It was very, it was, it was the opposite. It was, it was maybe Gaishi. That gosh. is not a halakhic. I'm <laughs> asking. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go off. So we're not, let's, yes. Therefore, think about it now. Listen to this now. Why do we use our five fingers to cover our eyes when we say Shema? It's Each
1: one to cover. To cr-
0: so, so on a very simplistic level we can say right now because we're giving our five senses Hashem this is for you I'm giving it all to you I don't know who likes Matthew or Gematrius if you add up the five names of the fingers as I mentioned them Agudol, Etzpa, Amaz, Khmitzah, and Zeres the five together are Gematria Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokenu, Hashem, Echad Exact, and we're not talking about like forty five, like an easy gematria. Like lech <laughs> lecha is one hundred because he was one hundred years. Uh, no, we're talking about it's like a couple of hundred, and it's exact. A good old etz- plus, I'm sorry, plus Yad. Agudel Etspa Amos Kmitza Zeres plus Yad because you also have the palm. You put the hand equals exactly which also equals Hashem Malach Hashem Malach Hashem It's way. because this is what we're, when we're giving away our everything to Hashem, we're saying, I understand you gave me these five senses. But I'm devoting them to you. And not only are we devoting them to Hashem, we are now going to try to focus on one of the senses, and we'll start with smell today. It's very apropos to start with smell today, for two reasons. As we said, in Parashas Noach, it plays a big role. Pasuk says, when Noach finally comes out of the Teva, after the deluge, it says, Hashem. He builds an altar, and he's Mark of carbonus, And Va HaFalaf, Hashem, Hashem took a whiff of that carbon, and Hashem was feeling... In a good mood. And that's what Hashem promised. I will never bring a flood again. Something about that smell gave Hashem pleasure. I'm using words that obviously I shouldn't be using. Just trying to bring out the point. In fact, I saw today for the first time, the Arachai MaKadosh. I, I learned with the Chavrusa. The Arachai says, that's why it says in the beginning of the parasha. Elo told us, Nayach, nayach Because noyach, noyach looks like it says nichayach together. Because noyach, noyach brought about a nichayach. A reach, nichayach to Hashem. That's why it says like that. It says. But anyways, he brought the smell of the Karbanos. Brought Hashem pleasure. We'll use those words. Brought Hashem pleasure. Now, why would Hashem smell that? Hashem was like, you know what? No more floods. What's the sense of smell? What does it represent? And it's even more apropos, because there's a sefer called B'nai Yisashar. We've quoted it here in the past. The of rebbe. The sefer is written based on the Yom Tevim. Or better yet, the months. It's written based on first Shabbos. And then Nissan, Iris, Sivan, Thomas, and he goes through each month, and he talks about the Yentef in the month, and he talks about the shavit that's represented by that month. And he always starts out, the first chapter, he always discusses which body part is is and Knege that month, which sense, which, um, which um, astrology. Each, each month is represented by a letter, by a mida and he goes through each month. I guess she hung up interested um, maybe if she'll call back we'll not yeah um, the the but Neis says let's talk about I'm just going to read you a quote from Ney Saskar, and he's quoting a Sefer Yitzira Sefer Yitzira is perhaps the oldest Sefer in the world either written by Avram Avinu or maybe Maishu Rabbeinu by mistake oh she's quoting it by mistake under the call I don't know how to do this. Yeah, um
1: What's your mm-hmm.
0: uh. Uh. that's like air hockey. Strike well and it doesn't go apart enough. <laughs> yeah. Um go to reason. Yeah. Um so the basic writes, and I'm quoting from it's voice messaging. Okay.
1: you
0: What does that mean? You're not really? High. Really? Yeah. He's quoting a Sefer Yetzirah. The Sefer Yetzirah was written either by Avram Avinu or maybe even by Adam Marishan, according to some. It's, a, it's the first Kabbalistic work, and there's a lot of very cryptic things in there. They grow at 12 years old. Started making amendments to it, and you know, change the curses. On the Sefer at twelve years old. But I want to read to you what he writes in Chayyim Cheshvan. The Bnei Sas recording the Sefer Yitzirah. Quote: The Sefer Yetzirah, Quote: Himlach ois nun. The the letter nun is king in the month of Cheshvan. The letter nun, bereach, and the sense of smell. V'kasha loi keser. And Hashem put a crown on it. V'tzirvan zebizad. He combined nun and smell and Scorpio, Scorpion, is the is the uh, the astrological sign. It's the flanks of the zakhar and the Kava, are the body parts that represent this month. So you could do on your own time figure out what the Scorpion has to do with this and what the flanks have to do with this and what the letter of nun has to do with this. I want to talk about Reach. That's my point. Apparently, the month of Umarcheshrin is the month of smell. Now. What exactly Marecheshen has to do with smell is very difficult because we don't even know what Marecheshen has to do with anything. Marecheshen is one of those months where it's like, uh, yeah, Marecheshen, anything else? No. Uh, it's like nobody, there's nothing about Marecheshen. But I want you to hear a very interesting point as to the connection. He says, and he brings down the point that we mentioned before, that Adam and Rishon sinned with every one of his khav, And Adam sinned with every one of their senses except for smell. If you look at the, if you look at the chumash though, it's possible to suggest that they even sinned with their sense of smell, and I want to read to you the psukim where they sin. It says the snake approaches. Um, no, the woman saw. Taste. It looks delicious. Brings intelligence. And she reached out, be prepared of and she ate it. She did four. Does it say anywhere that she used her smell? We said no before. But if you look back, when the snake starts her, the conversation with her, it says, right. Now the word af is very difficult to translate over here. Afki Also, Hashem said, Don't eat. also, you don't start a conversation with also. Also, you owe me $100. I mean, also? It's the first thing you're saying. What's afki ki amar So some translate af as in Rashi. Shema amalachem. Af is, perhaps Hashem suggested that you shouldn't eat? That's how Rashi translates it. But af definitely very much, and Kitty already pointed to her nose. Af means a nose. So it's as if the snake was trying to get also the nose involved. It didn't work. She didn't use her nose. But the snake was trying to get the nose involved in the chit. What does that mean? What does that represent? So, <clears throat> there's an interesting gemara on bracha. Gemara says, "How do you know that when you smell something good, you have to make a bracha? If you see something like yama melech or whatever, or not yama. Melech, let's go with the yama gadol. You have to make a bracha. If you see lightning, you have to make a bracha. When you hear thunder, you have to make a bracha. When you taste something, you have to make a bracha. Right? Almost all the senses have a bracha to it. And the gemara asks, "How do you know when you smell something, you have to make a bracha?" Besamem, let's say, or a good, you walk into an apple orchard, it just smells delicious. You have to make a bracha. Really? There's ate, ate besamem, there's izbe besamem, there's minay besamem. There's perfumes, certain perfumes. If, if it's, it's, it's natural. natural. Yeah, if it's if natural. It's if it's natural perfume, then yeah, you would have to yeah, make tea. a bracha. Smell tea. Yeah, really? some teas, if it's natural, sure, sure. Neymar asks, how do you know you have to make a bracha on these teas? If it's a pleasant smell to me, do I make
1: a bracha? Yeah. Before you drink your coffee, you make a bracha no. on the smell. Don't, don't, if you're not
0: sure if you can make the bracha, don't no. make the bracha. But say bara, okay. bara You can make it, you know, in Hashem's name. In Hashem's name. But there's halachas of when, yeah, when not. Like if you if you walk into a place and, and so they they're, they're extracting musk so from an animal, right, which which you can extract from a from a, a, a and that musk has a good smell to you. You make a bracha. It's a natural smell, of that's course, wow. absolutely. You go to a, a winery. And they're crushing grapes. and Some people love that smell. Every time you smell a new.
1: Really? Yeah, sure. Wow.
0: So there's a brachan smell. The Gemara asks, how do you know? And the Gemara answers, you know how you don't make a brachan I'm quoting the Gemara. How do you make a brachan smell? So on every neshama, every neshama, should praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right, the question is, what does a neshama have to do with smell? And the Gemara answers, what's the one thing that the neshama enjoys? Have The one thing that the neshama enjoys, not, take, not, not steak, the neshama enjoys smell. And that's why Mitzvah Shabbos, when our neshama leaves and our bodies are so sad, our neshama is so sad, we take a smell and we're like, this is comfort for the Neshama. The Neshama gets comfort by the fact that it lost its mate. It's, you never do that? That's, why is do that do real that's the real reason we do B'sam. Why do we do B'sam Matzah Shabbos? Matzah if we don't do it. The question so why is, why not? No. You didn't no. know no. much. Why did you think we do B'sam Matzah Shabbos? Because we do it. Because you do it. It's great. It's you should get back I your thought education was like money. I like
1: to have a pleasant week, a fresh, like... That's cute, but no, that's not the reason. It has nothing to do with the fact that it says, like, that that of the so the we'll, we'll get to
0: that in a second. It's true, the neshama and the smell. We'll see why. We'll, we'll get to that in a second. Why they're connected. But the reason, the real reason, we make we do bissamim, and that's why when Shabbos goes into Yantiv, by like Kiddush we don't do no, bissamim because because the nesh, even though your the said, says even though your neshama is sad, but you are also you're, you're looking at the beautiful yantiv. steak that's coming at Yantiv is here and whatever the wine and the steak, your neshama is like okay that that'll be it's good, but matz Yantiv we don't make. And the question is why when Matzah goes at the of and then there's a Matzah if we don't make. That's a discussion of the Rishon and why we don't make. But the, the reason we do, you'll know this week, Matzah you take out the summer you ask your children, why do we smell B'Sham tonight? You'll tell them, because the Neshama you say are left, your body is sad, your Neshama is sad, and therefore your Neshama enjoys smell. Therefore, every time we make, we have a good smell, we praise HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that our Neshama is enjoying something. The Neshama doesn't enjoy what we touch, what we see, sadly sometimes, and what we hear, and what we... But it enjoys a good smell. That's why it's the only, you're, you're, allowed to, you're allowed to halachically look at Avodah You're allowed to halachically touch Avodah You're allowed to halachically... There's also thing as tasting Avodah so that will be irrelevant. You're allowed to even hear A music. Not necessarily, it's a big discussion. But smelling Avodah zara is an Israel and If you walk by and they're being makter to... To avoid the Zara, you're not allowed to smell. You have to do everything you can to run as far as you that you should smell. The reason is because the no, effect. No, no, come. You know, that's the arbana. They were guys are different it's a longer yeah, discussion. Think. But smelling is even is even more. What do you mean? How could you blame me? I walked by it. It smelled good. Yeah. You're playing with your nishama. Because your nishama is enjoying the smell. And if your nishama smells that stuff, you're playing with I would say fire, but you're you're playing with your nishama. And therefore, the neshama was never affected. But, and, and, and therefore, you know what we say about a yid, that he has a pintal yid, there's one part of a yid that's always going to be intact and pure. There's one sense that stayed intact and pure because it didn't sin by the original sin. And that is the neshama, I mean, the the ha was not affected. And that's why the neshama gets its enjoyment from there. The neshama goes sure. back to like that place of perfection. Mm-hmm. The neshama is perfect. And the Neshama enjoys things that weren't messed up. The Neshama doesn't enjoy your steak. The Neshama doesn't enjoy your beautiful sights and sounds. Or good music even. Even though music could be connected. We'll get to when we get to sounds. We'll get to it. The Neshama could react to music. We'll, we'll get to that in a Hashem. But let, now we're discussing okay. smell. And therefore, now, the nose, where did Hashem blow our Neshama into? Our Neshama blew through the nostrils. That's where He blew it into us. So therefore, smell became designated with the nose. As we said before, before Arden Rishon, the smell wasn't only the nose. The smell was everywhere. But once we sinned, as we said before, and now each body part got a designated sense, the sense that went with the nose was the smell because that's where Hashem blew the Neshama into and that's where the Neshama gets its benefit from. And that's why, as we started, smell is the most spiritual of senses. There's nothing tangible. You can't see it. You can't hear it. You can't touch it. It just smells. And it just it permeates. It goes right into your brain. And, and, and we'll, we'll discuss more about that in a second. Happens to be the Medrash Rabbah says, interesting Medrash Rabbah on last week's parasha. Another a riddle for your children this week. Medrash says, Amr Ebchanino ben Sanson interesting name, Ebchanino ben Sanson said, hain af. There were four people in history that started that sentence with the word af and it was also their downfall was with Af. The these are the four in history. nahash Afki amar the Sara ofim Sara Ofim, he's the odd one out in this one because you don't hear much about the Sara in history. Adas Koach and Homon. Who's Adas K? Oh, Koran.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Quote Vayomel Venus continues. Nachash, Vyamal Isha Af. Sarah Afani I also saw in my dream. He started with the word Af. We know how the Sarah Ephem story ended. The guy was hung in the gallows. He didn't bring us there at this We know where they ended up. Hamon Afla via Esther. Esther didn't bring anybody else except for me to the party. That was the beginning of his end. When you start with the word Af, it, it ends not well, says the meddler. Okay. Coincidence? Perhaps. But this is that's not saying it's coincidence in the term. What's the connection between Af being also the downfall? We know that when Yaakov Avinu came in with his gift for his father, Yaakov Avinu, you know, you know who that is yeah
1: yeah
0: yeah We're good. When he came in with the gift for his father, after he tricked as if he was being asov, it says that Yitzchak vayigash loy. He approached him and gave him a kiss. Vayorach begodov. And he gave a, gave a sniff of the clothing by Ibar-Heh and he gave him a bracha. That's what it says. Now, that's an interesting thing to do, to, to smell somebody. You could say that Yitzhak was blind and his sense of sight wasn't so good. So he knew, how do you smell the difference between Esav and Yaakov? Maybe he knew their smell. Just, you know, maybe that's what it is. But it seems to be a much more than, than just that. Because he touched him, he tried that, that didn't work. Somehow when he smelled him, now via we gave him a bracha. And Chazal pick up on this. And Chazal say, Quote, You know what the worst smelling thing in the world is? Goat here, peeled off from a goat freshly. It's, that's what Yaakov is wearing on his hands, to, to, to feel like Esau. That's the worst smelling thing, says the Medrish. Straight off an animal? It's horrible. And he brings a pussy. And really, Yaakov sniffed and He goes, oh, let me give you a bracha. Th- that's what he sniffed? obviously he sniffed something else. Yaakov, nichnas imay. When Yaakov entered, he brought in a smell, a sense of, like, of Ganeiden. Ganeiden and it says, That's what he smelled. And Rashi quotes in the Chumash. Rashi says that when he entered, Yitzhak was like, oh, this is the smell I know. Now, it doesn't say he saw the light of Ganadin. He felt a lot of Ganeiden. He tested a lot of, uh, tasted a lot of Ganeiden. He touched a lot. He smelled the, because Ganaden is a place where our Neshavah could go back to before sin. Because we were in Ganaden back. When, when our senses were perfect, we were in Ganeiden. We got kicked out of there. But when, ya, ya, when Yitzhak gave a, a, a smell, a good sniff, he, he took, took in a smell and was like, that's that he It brought him back to a place. I'll tell you a story before I continue. I've seen Son. He had one son that survived the war And he was robbed in LA And then he moved to Israel He said, he said over a fascinating story There was this family in LA That became from And their family Both of their families were not from They became from And it was time to make their son a bar mitzvah And they it came out on Shabbos um, They were making a, an event And they rented a couple of rooms In a hotel for Shabbos and they invited their family, and on the invitation it said, you're welcome to stay with us for Shabbos, but if you cannot uh, show up, if you cannot be there the whole Shabbos, we ask you to please not attend the event, as we're sharing Shabbos, we will be making another event Sunday night where you can drive to the event. Right? They wrote on the invitation. And obviously only very few, the very close ones stayed because no one else was keeping Shabbos. And they invited Ripsim Chawasim to come to the Bar Mitzvah also. Ripsim Chawasim turned them down because that week he had something else. Whatever it was, he couldn't attend. But he called right before Friday morning, the week of the Mammetzu, so he called the host of the Mammetzu, so the hostess, and said, um, so how are the preparations? Everything's going great. Everything's great. Everything's great. He says, so did you put up a challenge? So she said, no, we don't have a crowd that would appreciate a challenge. So we made much more of a, a modern uh, meal that people of, that are coming would appreciate. So there's no challenge. He said, there's no challenge? About Mitzvah Shabbos is that a chum? He said Rabbi. We love challen. Uh, don't, don't get us wrong, but like it's just not the crowd. I mean, it's just. He says, "Do me a favor. You still have time. Please put up a challen." Totally
1: know what he's talking about because I hope nobody hears this and is going to take offense. This I hate when I get invited to people's meals for Shabbos day and they don't have challenge. <laughs> there what? are people that have no chum? Not Me, I never make it. challenge. ever. Really? Never. Huh? I make tapinas
0: sometimes,
1: but not challen. Tapina. But food.
0: you have a hot food. Yeah. Of course, you have a hot food. For Jewish. No. no, no, no. People don't no. do in hot food. In, summer, yeah. it tired tired tired. food. in Charleston, when in the summer, it was a hundred. You're In Charleston, when in the summer,
1: was a hundred. Okay, that's a food different story. There so are food. people that like. I hate. They'll Chocolate. do like salmon
0: and a bunch of salads okay. and, and yeah. yeah. The Balamor right? somebody that doesn't eat salmon on Shabbos. You have to check if he's really an apikorus.
1: No, like, I think that's like that's people the people that grew rights. up much more American well, so maybe didn't know. I mean, He doesn't does yeah. say they that. Know, you
0: can know, add that into your the bottom the, the, they, but
1: they don't know the reason. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not the coming the from a bad
0: place. No, it's We're, like, like, a very American... Okay, American. okay. so Pseul Chawassaman asks, he asks he this family, he says, you still have time for Shabbos, please put up a chalm. So she tells Simcha Chawassaman, okay, if that's what the Rebbe wants, I'll put up a chalm. And she goes, she gets a crockpot, and she plugs it in, beans and whatever, 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 fine. It was weird to her. What is it? when he one challenge for Shabbos? So you could say, like, you know, there's something about Shabbos with a chonch that's different than what Shabbos... You could say that. But listen, I don't know if he knew this in advance, but this is how the story went. Shabbos morning... Uh, Shabbos evening, sorry. Friday night. A car pulled up to the hotel, not from their Simcha. A car pulled up to the hotel. That was... They wanted to rent a room in the hotel. They came in, and there was... There were an older couple, husband and a wife, and the woman went crazy. She just snapped. She goes, I can't stay here. I can't stay here. I'm not staying here. I was like, we made reservations. She goes, I'm not
1: so scared.
0: I'm not staying here. She Oh, I
1: was trying to figure out who's No, I guess
0: And the husband's like, you're making a scene. We can't do this. Let's go outside. Let's talk about this. She goes, There's nothing to talk about. I'm not staying here. Why? I'm not I can't talk about it. Anyways, they found that... It was it was a very weird scene. They found it afterwards. She was a Holocaust survivor. She was taken away at five years old from her family. She didn't remember her parents. She didn't remember her siblings. She didn't remember her youth. It was blocked out of her brain. And she went to therapists and she went to counseling to try to overcome that trauma that she couldn't remember anything. And she could not remember anything. She walked into the hotel and she smelled the chalm and everything came back. back. And she said, I can't stay here for Shabbos. For it's the, the smell yeah. has such a power, oh it brings God. you back to a place 80 years ago oh in God. some shtetl in wherever that she said, I, I can't be here for Shabbos. I, the traumas, what every therapist in the world was trying to do, one good bowl of chalm. We all know one good bowl of chalm does more than every therapist. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, 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 but in this way, there's something about smell that brings you back to Ganaden. Now, I don't mean Ganadin, obviously. I mean, it brings you back to our place of where we're supposed to be. It, it, there's a nostalgic smell when you walk into your parents' house or you walk into your own home and there's that Friday afternoon, that smell, or Shabbos morning, whatever, as you come down and the, the smell, whatever, I'm not judging, Freddie. Whatever whatever food. I I, 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 think I, p- I, think I picked challenge but it could be any food, right? You, you have that, there's something about your youth that comes back when you, like, everybody has their thing that, that, that brings them back. I have just. We do know my thing is. My wife's listening, so she's wondering probably what it is. I have there's a certain hot cocoa smell that brings me back to when I was like 13 years old, and I used to walk 5:30 to yeshiva. And I used to I used to walk, in, there was a machine that for 50 cents or 25 cents, I remember, you're able to buy a hot cocoa, and they didn't let. It was a shul here, Muncie, They didn't let anybody that wasn't you know an adult take, and I wasn't allowed to take. I had to sneak in with a cup. Such and a chocolate I was such a chocolate maker. I got a hot cocoa to wake me up. I didn't drink coffee in those days. And there's something... I, I've smelled that smell sometimes. It brings me back to that place.
1: I used to try australian cookies. Bakery there the every day on the way to school. i Charlie and the chocolate Factory. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is something. Like, there are certain smells that will bring you back for sure to certain time periods of your life right. or certain scenarios. Sound
0: also has that power, right? You'll hear Sound. certain songs.
1: I know certain When I hear
0: Anacharum Aminu, I think of World Trade Center going down. That was what I was listening to when, it went, when I heard it went down. Right? We all will associate songs, even foods. People will have certain foods. This will bring me back to a very good place in my life, or to a horrible place in my life. But there's nothing like smell when it comes to that. And now I want to read to you the end of the medrash. Says the medrash, and listen to this medrash. Dover achar, another shot. What did sm- Yitzchak smell when Yaakov walked in? He smelled his clothing. What did he smell? Esreach begodov. His clothing. So the medrash says, no, no, not begodov his clothing. Reach begodov. He's His rebels. Yitzchak smelled Yaakov's rebels. What does that mean? Kegayim Yosef Meshisa and Yaakov Mestreris. Yitzchak smelled the rotten people in Klai Yisrael. And yet he gave him a bracha. So what's the story? There's a man named Yosef Meshisa. Let's talk about but Yosef Meshisa. more of a
1: spiritual oh, oh,
0: one second. Very good. Yosef, he says... The example is Yasef Meshisa. Who's Yosef Meshisa? Who's Yakim Istrevis? I don't want to get into the second one. I'll just take y- Yosef Meshisa for now. Yosef Meshisa was a man that was very far from being from. Let's just say it like that. And it was in the times of the Romans. And they were coming to conquer Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim. And they, would, they were also scared to go into the base They knew the Halazar HaKar of Yumas. They knew that if you go into the base of Mish, you're not welcome there, you die. So they didn't want to go in first. They said, you know, what, let's send some Jew. And if he comes out alive, we're well, good <laughs> A guinea pig, exactly. They called over. You have to find a Jew that's willing to go to the English. They called over Yosef Meshusha. This guy was so far gone. They called him over. And they asked him to go into the English. Now, why, why should I go into the English? What for? They said, you go in, and whatever you take out is yours. It's yours. So, they're bribing him. Great. He walks into the English. He marches right in. A chutzpah, a keifer, a pekerus, I don't know, whatever. He was, he was all the... I didn't say it. I started. I stopped. I said it for Libra, and I stopped for you. So, um, he, he was everything bad in one. And, and, and he walks out the Monero. Nothing, I mean, if you can go pick something, the Monero was pure gold. He walks out holding the Monero. And the Roman general tells him, nah, not the Monero. What are you going to do with this in your house? Whatever it's ours. Go back in, take something else. And he turns to them and he says, are you crazy? I've sinned against God once. You think I'm going to do it twice? No chance. Over my dead body, I'm not going in again. And they said, you better go in or else. And he didn't go in. And the or else happened. I don't know what the or else was because you guys are about to eat lunch. So I'm not (laughs) going to tell you what the or else was. (laughs) It's horrible what they did there. That's putting it kindly. It's
1: all, okay,
0: it, it's horrible what they did. Oh, what happened to Yosef The guy was a bum, <laughs> but he, One Why
1: didn't he die the first time? Like why
0: Because obviously Hashem already had left the Beit Hamikdash. Beit Hamikdash was destined to be destroyed, right? It was there was no Kadusha left here, okay. but he went in once, so go on a second time. Like like what's your problem? The answer is he went into Gan He went into the of Hamikdash. Which represents the most perfect place on planet Earth, where the ketores, where the smell of of Kedusha is permeating. He walked in once. He didn't mean to become from, or at least unrebel. It just happened. has reich begodov says the medrash. Yitzchak smelled the reich of the boigdov. Re- he smelled that smell, and vayarachay he said, Ah, this deserves a bracha. Even Yosef the worst of the worst. There's, there's something pure about a Jew, just like there's something pure about smell. That just cannot be. It, it, not, you can't. You can't change it. You can't ruin that. If you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says that there was a uh, says an interesting story. One there was a kohen gadol that was a tzedeki. This was a big struggle during the second base of Mikdash. Who's going to be the kohen gadol? It was. It was for the highest bidder. And it was always uh, between the, the the prushim and the tzedekim. Prushim being the firm and the tzedekim. And the, the big difference, there were many differences. They did things very different than we did. They didn't believe in Torah Shabbat. And one of the things that they did different was when they went in with the Torah Yom Kippur, to the Kodesh kedashim before they entered the Kodesh kedashim when they were in the Hegel, they already put the incense on the coals. Because it says that when you come in, it should be already smoking. So they felt it was proper to do it outside and walk in with it smoking. But the Purushim... That's the way Chazal were in That No. In the Kodesh HaKadoshim is where you put the coals, you put the Bessam on the coals. This Siddiqui snuck in, he got the job, and he did the way he wanted to do it. He put the coals, he put the coals onto, he put the, the, the incense onto the coals before he got to the right And he was so excited because he did it Shalai Ketir. And he came out and he told his father in a hush, she was like, ta, it, it was successful it worked out and i saw said i'm yeah. called the kamaro why some of Aviv. all sign for the god god kamaro pogo my oven amaloy beni avobi we believe what we're doing is right but misyaran onum and apurushan but don't don't publicize this we're terrified of them amaloy his son told him koyama hayasi mustaral mikraza my entire life i wanted to keep this part of the tayro I wanted to be the kind of Godel and do it the way that today can do it. And now I had Amarty. My whole life I've been waiting for this opportunity. And he did it. He did it the wrong way. I'm sorry. It was a couple days after Yom Kippur. He dropped dead. And they found his body in a garbage dump. And there were worms coming out of his nose. That was his punishment. Why were the worms coming out of his nose? Yeah, so what? many Mepharshim say because the nose is the first part of his body that went into Kadesh kadashim illegally. Because a Jewish nose is the first part that enters. So therefore, many Mepharshim say that that's why.
1: The right. Jewish nose. A Jewish nose is the first one that comes there.
0: By the way, there's something to a Jewish nose. It's not... It's not they're not wrong. We do, whatever. I'm not going to get into that now. There is, there is something to it. It comes from Khazal already. They think they invented this, a stereotype. It's true. We, we do have this, a unique nose. Anyways, um, the, the, the real answer is, because he went into the Koresh he was rotten, but he was, he was worse than Yosef Mashisa. Yosef Mashisa walked in, he smelled Beis HaMikdash, and he came out a changed man. This rotten piece of garbage went into the Koresh Came out. I'm good. I'm good. I did it the way I wanted to do it. Not like the prushim. That means your neshama is so messed up that it can't even be affected from a a and the kodesh you, you have no reason to exist, and words will come out of your nose representing your neshama, which and the part that never gets sullied. That Yaakov, that a look at it and say, as bad as he as you are, your nose is still perfect. That's even messed up. Our, our job, and our and the sense of smell is supposed to the the the, the nekuda that we have to take out of the sense of smell is that as far away as he is, as far away it doesn't look like he's a yid anymore, but he has a Jewish nose. He does. He has a Jewish nose. Hitler knew it, but we also know it. He there's something about a Yiddish nose that we smell. It's pure. It's Gan esque. It's Gan like. It hasn't been touched. The, you know the the. Snake tried to get that nose. Af. Af him. Ali He tried. But Chava, as much as she messed up, and other, as much as they messed up, but the nose stayed intact. And that's the pintly of the senses. The ears got messed, the sound got messed up. And I wanted to start with that on purpose, with the sense of smell. You know why it represents Macheshim? Macheshim looks like you look at that month and you're like, there's nothing about this month. There's nothing you can find about Macheshin. That's the nose. Even though when you think that there's nothing there, Chush kicks in. It seems like there's nothing to this month, but it's such a deep month. You know how deep it is? The B'nai continues that Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi is going to be built into Merchetshon, and he proves it from sukkim and Tyre. Beis HaMikdash. I don't think when what she going to come. The Beis HaMikdash HaShlishi. month is another month for the Beis
1: HaMikdash. Really? Which other month does it say? There's Pesach. No, what about Pesach? There's Sukkot. What is it? There's Pippur. There's Tisha <laughs> Slow. What,
0: which month does it say the way will be built in? I don't know,
1: but Good. this is what we heard. Good.
0: Here, I'm teaching you. Cheshven. Go home and tell all your friends. It's, much much built. it's complicated. It depends if you go according to Rambam, if you go according to other Mifarshim, is it going to happen at the same time? We're going to be building it, and it's going to come down whole... So big discussion in the Rishan of what's going to exactly happen. But by Shlishi, the Chinuch, of Bayash Lishi is going to be in the third month. In, in a month where it looks like there's nothing to it. What's to cheshun? You look at a Yid and you say, what's to this Yid? There's nothing to this Yid. You should know there's something very deep down. In the Yid that you look at and you see there's nothing there, there's something, there's a pintal Yid, there's a smell, there's a Reach, there's Metzal Shabbos. What's much Shabbos? Shabbos is the worst day of the week because it's the furthest from Shabbos. It's seven that's days from Shabbos. That's no. That's look and smell good and you'll see that it's like it's, it's perfect. Yeah. And therefore... The sense of smell, if I, could, if, I could, if I could say it, it's the scent of innocence. It brings you back to a place of purity. And that's why Yom Kippur, when I'll eat, a lot of our senses are, are, are prohibited on Yom Kippur, but the sense of smell, you'll see, you go to shuls, people are smelling tabak and some them, and everybody's smelling because your neshama is so alert on Yom Kippur. Your neshama is so awake that it feels such an enjoyment about what the smell and there's something to it, and, and we should try to focus on our sense of smell. It's very hard to mess up sense of smell. So that's why I also want to start with it. We're going to get to the other senses. It's very done. easy to mess up. Well, you you know, you're not messing so it up. It gets shows. messed up.
1: You, know you very, very interesting. COVID-19 shows that our resumes are so... I no, know. I okay. bet there's a correlation It's okay. okay. very odd. What other... Dis- is? I would love to know if medically... There's any other are asking me. Yeah. I know, I'm just okay. curious. Like, it's nothing else. I'm just talking my thoughts out. If there's any other disease that it takes, takes away smell. the smell. Yeah, but it's a food. brand new thing that we've We no have a bad cold. Smell. It takes away the smell. But from smell. a disease, from a virus? Yeah, no, it's a good question. No, no, so it's different than no. what I'm asking. I, I, I don't know. Like, I wonder if that's part of going uh,
0: on. It's too bad I stopped. Too bad I dropped out of medical school after the first day. You
1: lose your smell. It's a bad cold. In Not to this degree. Like covid does.
0: Okay, could be.
1: I'm. I'm just. I don't know. This is. I'm. I'm very. Uh, you're laughing at me, but this no, is the wants to laugh. I. Laughing at me. I. I well, the way my brain well, I'm thinks. Laughing at uh, <laughs> no, the way my brain thinks is like I see like crazy storm clouds. I'm like something's going on in Shemaya. Like, COVID, like, I'm still trying to process of, like, what were we supposed to take? It's hard for me that we don't know. That's part of because we don't have the the who I guess now is that all these things that are happening that are so clear, not natural, so to say, it's like, what are we supposed to take from it? So then I hear something else like this, and it's like, oh, that's another thought for me.
0: Okay, (laughs) good. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? I don't know. So I (laughs) want to just sum it up. I just want to wrap it up. That the sense of smell, we started this week because it's, it's really hard to do our various with these sense of smell. You can do with all your other senses. We can do our various. And we'll get to that. But I wanted Cheshven to be pure. Because Cheshven seems not pure. So this way, I picked this month Cheshven. Besides for the fact that the safety series says this month is represented by smell. And Parshish Naya Hashem smelled that smell. And he felt a little bit of, oh, I love mankind. I'm never going to destroy them again. What did Hashem smell? Hashem smelled that there's something, even though when people are very rotten... And I really want to destroy them, but there's something good about everybody. Yeah, the ones that not worms have to come out of their nose. But when you see somebody, you say, "I know oh, something doesn't smell right with me, right, with this person or whatever it is." Right, you're I looking know. for something. Yeah, it's some, it's something. We have to learn. And I'm not sure exactly how that correlates to the second finger. That you could do on your own. I'm not getting involved. That's the Rebbe says. First I don't know. I don't know. But the bottom line is. This is the a little bit about the senses as well and hopefully next week we'll get uh, next month we'll so get next? into uh, I'm, I'm not sure yet I have to figure so this
1: was kind of cool I like this. yeah I love this What do you guys special. want which which right. sense do you want next menorah, like, No I like, like that it, well is there any other sense that correlates to the month right like Well you They, they all correlate to a month and there's only five but there's 12 months Yeah
0: so there's different not only f- f- senses but another. also different functions of the body The senses and the functions of the body
1: so you mean right. eat,
0: there's eating, eating and talking, both on the mouth. Right, right? so this. you're
1: saying but you said smell. Yeah. Which is So right.
0: there's twelve months. Right. Oh, but there's other body functions.
1: What? So I'm saying it wasn't just what's so kiss- it was I'm smell. doing only the senses. Oh you mean it was the so sense of, it was smell, not right. the sense. Correct. It was the function of the smelling. Right. What, so let's
0: um, uh, I, I, I have to look, I have to look, I have to look, do you want, so do you want, do you want me to do an No, so then it's not the
1: sense right. that it it's right. not one of the five senses that is
0: correlating to them, the month, it's one of the body functions. Correct. Right. It's but, it works today. Five senses happen to be five of the functions. Right. Hearing, smelling, tasting. Sure, I think it's Not so necessarily. We'll never okay, we'll stop here for now and next month I'll, I can either let you guys know in advance what it is or tell me.